Welcome to the Traders Show. This episode is brought to you by Paperstone. Greetings traders and welcome to the Traders Show. So as you can see, I'm here with the boys. Uh, and as usual, we are always here to give you content. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you guys for joining us uh, on this podcast. I hope you enjoy what we'll be sharing uh, today. So the topic of today is central banks around the world and what's, uh, what has been happening around the central banks around the world. What what uh, decisions, uh, decisions are they making towards uh, the current uh, market environment in terms of inflation? So what are central banks doing around the world? So we'll be talking basically about majorly fundamental. So it, it will be majorly a fundamental a topic to discuss majorly inflation, unemployment, interest rates, and uh, what central banks are doing uh, globally. So I'm glad to be joined by my colleagues here, Ken and Caleb. I think they should introduce themselves before we go into the topic. So hi guys, hope you're having a wonderful time wherever you're watching us from. So like Lavi has said, uh, today we're going to be talking about central banks, inflation, interest rates, and basically the fundamentals that drive markets up and down. I think we are currently in a period that will be remembered in history. Uh, if you've been trading markets for some time and you understand the context of markets, uh, it's very, very important if you're trading markets to understand how markets have always worked. And by that, I mean you need to go back all the way to the 1920s and try and study the cyclical moves up and down and what caused them and what uh, impacts they had in the general economy and in people's livelihoods and different things that just happen in the markets. Uh, In line with that, I think currently we're in a period that is historical. Uh, The last time we had such high levels of inflation was 30 years ago, 40 years ago in the 1970s. And now we're in 2022, I think. Inflation is at 9%, 8%. We're trying to bring that down to 2%. This is not going to be a very, very, very easy thing to do. And I think the central bankers across the world have pointed out that it's not easy thing. It's not an easy thing to do. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be sharing the role of the central banks in moving our markets, the role of interest rates in driving economies up and down, boom and busts, and just sharing with you what has happened historically and what is currently happening and what we think and how asset prices will be affected. So my name is Aken, alongside me are my two co-founders, so I'll pass it on to Caleb. Yeah, what's up guys? So welcome to today's show. So my fr- uh, my partners have already shared much about what we'll talk about today, and it's true, we'll talk about um, 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 central banks that are around the world, what names they go by, what roles they have um, in the country, um, and such stuff. So it's very important. There's no economy that can run without a central bank. So banking system is very, very important. Um, no economy can thrive without. There's n- all the countries in the world have a central bank. Just the same way a whole, all the countries have either um, uh, a government. Okay, So government and central banks go hand in hand. They're both equally <coughs> uh, powerful because they work together to... <coughs> do different stuff the government is in charge of fiscal policy um central bank in charge of monetary policy and all that so this is important stuff you as a trader um as an investor or as someone who's looking to invest in someone or anything not even just as an investor anyone around the world it's important for you to understand how this banking system works because it comes and affects everything right now we are seeing um prices around the world going up inflation interest rates are going high so it's it's a good um, knowledge to have at the back of your mind, and that's what we're going to share with you guys today. And I hope it helps. So, Taras. Uh, okay. So, uh, <coughs> first of all, I think even before we get deeper into what central banks have been doing, I think it's important to explain um, the role of the, the role of the central bank. True. Uh, like, what did the central bank do? What is their main roles? Because uh, actually, most central banks around the world have similar roles. Actually. Most Almost. of the same roles, yeah, like very very similar roles. Like um, they are structured in a very very similar way. Are all all uh, globally, and uh, it's first of all very important for us to understand their role and what they do to control what they've been given, like the mandate they've been given to do. So um, then after that, uh, remind we can also talk a bit about the Feds and how they are a bit different. Okay, yeah, as a private, sure. yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, the history of the Fed is a bit very very mm, complicated and. Uh, not very straightforward. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about how the Fed came to be. Uh, exactly. The Fed uh, guys actually think it's a family business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some people who think the Fed is a family business, but uh, so we will talk about it as yeah, well. I think we'll talk about it uh, uh, moving forward. So I think I can start with that. Uh, central banks around the world, basically, um, you know, I always teach this in final, uh, in my fundamental class, and uh, most of the uh, people uh, I teach, they get surprised that. Uh, it should be the role of the central bank governor to control the economy, not the president. 
Central like, bank governor. Yeah. Like to control how the economy is moving. Mm. And not the president like the president doesn't have so much power to control how the economy will move. Yeah. But the central bank governor. So even here in Kenya a lot of people think about oh unemployment is so so high oh uhuru oh ruto huh? <laughs> Like, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things happening. Yeah, inflation again, hey? Oh, unga imefika to 30. You blame it on Uhuru. Exactly. Like you're putting blame on the wrong person. If you look at uh, US, these guys are developed and they understand who to put the blame on. Yes. And every time the central bank, uh, the, the Fed chairman, Powell, comes to speak, the whole world literally stands to listen to him. Yes. Here in Kenya, when the central bank governor speaks, very few people will be interested in listening to what he says. He won't even trend on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But whenever the president is speaking, he will trend. But in the US the when the when the when the central bank uh, when the Fed chairman is speaking, literally not only in the US, even us here as traders in Kenya will listen. Mm-hmm. No. Like what will this person say about markets or maybe about uh what he can control. So you see central banks around the world are mandated to do two things. Central banks are supposed to control unemployment rate. So unemployment is one of their roles, controlling unemployment. It doesn't have to be too too high. It's their role to bring it to a level where by job market is very very stable. Yeah. In that um uh uh households are not uh suffering to get jobs and companies are not suffering to get people to hire. Mm-hmm. That is a, a stable job market. If you look at now um that is why also you can't really really kill unemployment like to zero because companies will struggle also to hire. So they always like to keep it low but stable. So for them is uh, for the US I think to keep it below 4%. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4% unemployment rate is their goal to keep unemployment rate before so, uh, 4%. That is uh, that is their main role. So whenever that number jumps to maybe to 5, 6, 7, 10, 20%, it's a uh, red a uh, red alert. So they have to red flag. Uh, a red flag. So they have to uh, uh again sit down and look how they'll structure it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from unemployment, they have to work also on um controlling price stability. So they're supposed to control price stability. Basically, uh that is controlling inflation. Basically how are the asset uh, price of assets moving is it too too fa- uh, uh, moving high too too fast or not moving high so they also when there's no inflation basically it shows there's no growth <laughs> so you can't also kill inflation to zero yeah so yeah moderate yeah, yeah moderate inflation basically things are growing at a moderate rate mm-hmm. so for inflation they like it keeping it below 2% so that's the, those are their main two goals keeping unemployment below 4% and keeping it uh, inflation below 2% that is now for the US markets I think also for UK is similar for in two for for for, for unemployment and two for inflation. In Kenya I really really I'm, I'm I'm not so sure about the number like what is the target of the inflation rate in uh, here in Kenya for the central bank. I'm what is the stable so sure. uh, I'm, I'm not so sure cuz currently I think we are at about 6-7% and it's not really really, really worrying for them. Mm-hmm. Uh interest rates are also pretty pretty high I think about 7.58% from the central bank so also for for, for what for Kenya for Kenya yeah for Kenya about 7.5% interest it, rate it's actually 7.5 yeah 7.5 interest rate here in Kenya which is pretty pretty high like uh uh, uh re- relative to other uh, economies US is, I think is leading now 3.25 yeah UK 2.25 UK 2.25 2.25 uh Japan negative 0.1 <laughs> uh we'll talk about that also why why is it at negative um mm. And Kenya is at 7 point something. Uh so we also have a, very, a relative high interest rate. And now it's majorly the central bank to look at those two things like how do we use the interest rate to control how inflation and unemployment will move. So those are the two things that uh central banks look at are, are, around the world. And it really really affects us as traders because uh, it affects directly their actions affects our stock markets, currency markets, commodity markets. It affects markets directly. So it's important for us to be at par or to understand what's happening in that sector like uh, fundamentally uh, what's happening in terms of interest rates inflation numbers like you have to be really really uh always understanding what's happening fundamentally i always teach in my class uh, i believe i'm not saying it's, it's 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 true but i believe you have to at least if you're using technicals you have to have fundamentals on your side also like you have to understand some fundamentals that is why on our courses we always teach fundamentals very very deeply the second actually mm. it's the the second After class introduction yeah. is the first main exactly. class first main class like you have to understand how economies works so the moment you understand how economies works you can now basically take advantage of both technical and fundamental movements in the markets paperstone gives you access into the global markets with more trading opportunities 
first-class customer service and peace of mind. Withdrawals are quick and for those in Kenya, M-Pesa is enabled. Paperstone Markets Kenya is regulated by the Capital Markets Authority. To open an account with Paperstone and begin your trading, click the link on the description below. Like uh, uh, just an example that I had for this week, this is something I've been also trying to put into my trading is to understanding um, when not to bet against the fundamentals. Like for this week, I had a couple of setups to to trade technically, but uh, the fact that I knew fundamentally what's going to happen on Wednesday, I got a setup on Monday on Dow Jones and uh, US 500, also on GU. But I, I, I never really, really partake uh, on the trades because fundamentally it was very, very <coughs> strong against the technicals. In the markets, you also need to understand what like what market environment is fundamentals draining over technicals, what market environment is now fundamental and technical at least stable. And I always say when fundamentals are raining, like uh, controlling, like raining, not raining like rain, yeah. but raining. <laughs> when fundamentals like are, are controlling markets, you, you really, really need to follow the fundamentals because our markets follow fundamentals heavily. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to bet against fundamentals. Sometimes maybe you can bet, uh, bet against maybe a technical trend, but it's very, very difficult for you to make money betting against the fundamental trend. So for this week, I had a couple of setups uh, for buy buys uh, on... Uh, US uh, uh US 30. But the fact that I knew on Wednesday there's going to be a very, very high impact <coughs> impact news coming out on, on Wednesday, I knew that and I knew the effect of that interest rate. So I understood that they're going to raise rates by either 0.75 or 1%. Um so I decided not to take that trade. Like I was like, oh, for this week, let me just not be against the fundamentals. Like mm-hmm. just sit out and of course watch markets uh are, are, are tickle down for the week. Probably next week, maybe I can even get better setups. You see, so it's, it's, in trading, you have to, to understand both aspects, and that is what we are going to try to to pass uh, along to you guys in this podcast. Of course, we we, uh, we won't share everything, but we will we, we'll try to uh, do a good job to pass along what central banks do to control markets. Can yep. So for me, I think I'll, I'll start off. I'll, I'll pick where you have just stopped. <coughs> which is on the fundamentals and I'd say like for fundamentals when you look at it or for anything generally I think I found that there is one style of thinking or one way of generally of looking at something and it is what are the first principles that can be applied uh, to a particular topic mm-hmm. now when you come to fundamentals the first thing you have to do is to look at what is the most important data point that is going to control everything and that data point unfortunately is interest rates and interest rates are controlled by the central banks Okay, and for you to understand why interest rates are very, very important, I think you need to go back and look at the business cycle to understand the periods where growth comes in and how growth happens. And growth generally, I I find it uh, very, very funny that, uh, okay, it's not funny, but I think many people don't understand that much of development or much of progress is made by loans. It's not made Made by by? loans. 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 Credit. Credit. You, you don't build apartments on savings. You don't uh, build big companies on savings. You don't... Uh, build an economy on savings. You don't build an economy <laughs> on savings. You don't build a country on savings or taxes. You build or you develop the country using loans. Okay? Yeah. And to add on that point before you go further, uh-huh. something that <clears throat> people should know how how the governments work. For example... Especially the Feds, because to me, those are the people we've been following. Feds and the gov- the Fed, the well, Feds is Federal Reserve, okay? For it's the bank, Central Bank of America. So, so an important thing I wanted to say is that the government cannot create money mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying, the peop- the for the government to do anything and they need money and they need it through printing, mm-hmm. they have to take it as a loan. As an IO exactly, exactly from the exactly. central bank, the which central is bank. Yeah. the feds. Yeah. So the feds loan to the government at a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. They do whatever you're saying, mm-hmm. infrastructure, uh, whatever they have, mm-hmm. and then they pay it back slowly. Exactly. That interest. So, so mm-hmm. it's not only us people who are borrowing money. That's it's, how the capitalist it trickles down. It's how exactly. the economy runs. Yeah. The whole economy around the world runs on credit. Exactly, and that's why you shouldn't be proud at all that you don't have loans. It's not. <laughs> It's not, not something that you should be proud of. You should actually try to craft your income such that you can be able to access loans. Because the bigger the loans you can be able to access, Better. the more you can develop yourself. Okay, But anyway, so when you go back to loans and you try to think about if you get a loan, what's the yield on a loan? 
The yield on a loan comes from about credit not loan. Yeah okay credit. Loan kwani la kamba ya. Loan. Ana kuna deni bro. Let's say credit bro. Yeah. Okay so uh like I was saying <coughs> credit then love has said we use credit. So when you have credit the only way someone who's giving you credit is going to make uh income or to make money because obviously there's no money for free again. So if I'm giving you credit you have to pay me at least with some interest rate. And those interest rates keep keep on fluctuating. Mm-hmm. When there's so much liquidity when money is easy to find rates are very very low. True. When there's tight liquidity money is very 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 hard to find rates go up up because now you That's d- what we call out uh, hockey stone. Exactly. Hockey stone is going up, dovish stone is coming down. Now Once you understand those two things it becomes very very easy now for you to be able to understand what the central banks are doing relative to what the economy is doing because if the economy like right now is heading towards a recession the next thing that the federal reserve or any other central central bank has to do is to think about how we're going to come out of a recession how we're going to bounce back and uh come back to a period of growth come back to a period of stability come back to a period where unemployment is low inflation is also down and the way they do that also is by uh controlling the amount of credit or the amount of liquidity that is in the system so when things are tough they pump in liquidity like what happened during the 2020 covid crisis covid yeah when covid happened started we saw markets just go down almost 40% mm-hmm. and the federal reserve and many other central banks across the world stepped in then yeah to lower rates and that resulted in a lot of liquidity a lot of pumping in of money stock markets did exceptionally well uh, if you look at the last two years the markets went up over 80% i think for some markets so to explain to you guys better when, what you're talking about during covid mm-hmm. when the feds lowered interest rates which uh, we talk about it is the zap uh, zero, zero interest. interest rate policy so now money is free There's so now no yeah money is money is basically free yeah. so that means the government can borrow from the Yeah, central bank for free mm-hmm. and they print a lot of it and now they pump it into the economy and that's why you're seeing that the government was saying they're doing stimulus checks. Yeah. Um the government was doing things like uh bailing out companies, yep. saving companies. So now credit is cheap what you're talking about yep. and now this so it's trickling down since the government have pumped no central banks have pumped money these guys have borrowed from them at zero interest rates then it can trickle down into the economy yeah uh, and what you're saying now there's a lot of liquidity in the market exactly and the opposite happens now what <coughs> exactly so the opposite happens when now when the growth comes back and things are going so well you know the economy moves up in uh, moves up generally over the long run but it goes up and down in Cycles. sort of boom and bust Uh, actually if you look at like the theory of uh, how George Soros believes you should invest yeah he believes that there are boom and bust periods and you should be able to recognize when the booms are coming to capitalize on them and when the busts are coming to capitalize on them so he was a very very big believer in cycles and those cycles being inevitable because a cycle happens not because a cycle happens because it's caused by the previous thing which is caused by the previous thing which is caused by the previous thing so a cycle is something that if you're in a cycle it's something that to stop it's not so easy you need to really understand what is causing it from you need to understand the context before you go back to the content of what is really really happening mm-hmm. uh, at the immediate point so yeah that's how central banks will now sit down and they will work to regulate uh <coughs> inflation like lavi said and to try as much as possible also to have growth and to bring unemployment down now in that effort to do that sometimes things happen that cause them to do things which they didn't plan mm-hmm. for example like we were having a a, a conversation with uh lavi sometime back and we were as- asking ourselves what would happen to this current environment if we had another crisis like covid right now right now what drama, would the central drama. bankers do <laughs> drama in the market we are in a very very high inflationary period so that's a black swan you never see it come exactly that's just a black swan again just comes again or you see there is a war let's say russia decides uh, we are not stopping at ukraine we are going to belarus other places and it becomes like a, a big war mm. let's say a world war what what will central bankers do mm. that's how you go into a depression mm. that's how depressions happen like if you go back to the periods of the 1929s when you had the last depression 
those were some of the things that happened. We got to a point whereby we have this so many problems and how to solve those problems is directly in conflict with each other. Yeah. So it becomes very, very hard for you to solve the problem well. Yeah. Resulting in a very, very dangerous environment in general. Yeah. So like <coughs> right now across the world I think all central bankers are hiking rates aggressively. Mm. Uh, I think we've seen rates go up by fifty to seventy five basis points across very many central banks. Uh, this week we saw Bank of England do a 50 basis points rate hike. Uh Feds. The Feds did a 75, 75 basis points rate hike. Uh previously we've seen the ECB start. But Japan is the only country that is not hiking rates. And this is actually negative. And they don't what have inflation. What does that mean? It means if you put money in the bank, you pay them for putting <laughs> money in the exactly. bank. <laughs> And it's working like that. Yeah, it's like negative it. rates. So if you put, they don't want your money. What's the other option apart from putting money in the bank? You invest it. Invest it. That is the idea they have. And the thing about investing, it's not like, how if how can I access a loan? You can. No, easy, no, no. Basically, no. what they do is they try to promote borrowing and not saving. Oh, exactly. that is why if you look at their, I think Japan has one of the highest. Debt to GDP ratio of 266 percent. Percent. Basically, they've borrowed 266 percent of their own GDP, GDP. is debt because they, like, it's easy to borrow. Kenya, so Kenya, what's the debt to GDP ratio by there? 69. We have, we have about almost 70 billion dollars in debt against oh. 110 billion billion economy. That's that's also a big you know, one. Economy just 110 billion dollars. <laughs> As Elon Musk is 200 billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> As a person, Apple alone is a company with a market cap of 3 trillion. 3 trillion. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so a pretty mm. uh, tiny economy. Pretty mm. tiny economy. Imagine so, markets. Mm. That is what they try to do. Basically, they try to promote growth in the uh, 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 in the economy. And at the same time, that is what other central banks governors around the world are struggling to understand how they've also maintained their inflation rate very very low. Yep. Because yep. there's no inflation in Japan. In Japan. 2.5%. But I think part of the reason they were, able, they were able to do that so well was COVID never hit them that hard. Mm. It wasn't that hard for them. They they handled it so well. Like Australia. Australia is also commended for doing a tremendous job of handling the pandemic in the best way possible. Like the mm. the pandemic was not as catastrophic as it was in other places. So it, it, they, it they, like as much as there was pumping of money as much as people lost jobs as much as companies died relative to other countries they did the best to try as I much get. as possible yeah. to filter out some of those things. So Japan is the only country whereby uh, we have negative rates still. They've not done any rate hike. In so fact, 16, what they did is actually printed some money some time back. Mm. And then on, the, on their last meeting they said they'll start buying back again some of those yen to yeah. Mm-hmm. to just dry up the market a bit but mm-hmm. people are arguing that also that might be quite quite hard mm-hmm. to work especially in the long run markets will tell us but at least for this last week we've seen euro yen precisely yeah. came down I think dollar yen also went down a bit the dollar is actually at 113 uh the dollar dxy yeah the yeah. dxy so the dollar is actually trading at a very very high place high level, yeah. but i think rates have also not been this high for, for so so long mm-hmm. so I think the two just justify each other and it's I don't know how far we'll go it's now a question of how far exactly that is what <laughs> we were talking yesterday with uh, with Vima like how far will the dollar rise yeah like mm. of course and for how long for how long, just going. Rise, for how long will inflation be up we started see, seeing the the the, the curve of, of inflation going down we started seeing from 9.2 to 8.5 to 8.3 now so we are seeing inflation go down a bit but uh, for how long will they keep uh, uh raising mm-hmm. rates aggressively and how much will that push the dollar higher that mm-hmm. is what funda- uh, fundamentally and technically we are trying to now look at how far can the dollar rise and uh, also how fast um, when maybe will they uh, 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 slow down uh, on raising rates mm-hmm. so i think those two things is what most traders are looking into right now like uh, how mm-hmm. much the dollar can rise uh, and also how uh, how central banks are basically the fed will react to uh, the slowing down of inflation I think also in uh, in UK it went down a, a bit on I think they had on Tuesday I think there was inflation rate from UK went down a bit I think almost from 7.7 to 7.6 not so much but that is what we are keeping our eyes on currently and we've seen it affect markets strongly strongly actually this week and uh, this week we've seen 
very very huge drops in markets i think um stocks have fallen about more than 5% for the mm-hmm. week um, yesterday gbu closed at 3.5% GU. Down. down down that, yep. that's a currency currency dropping for 3.5% is yeah, unheard of oil yeah, is yeah. down 5% very, very high. 7 oil was 7 no it closed at 5 mm-hmm. closed at 5 closed at 5% so markets yesterday were very very uh basically last week was were very very act- uh, volatile because uh, there was a lot of fundamental uh, moves happening and i think now maybe you can talk about um maybe why did the pound fall that much like what made the pound fall that significant like why has 3.5% drop and i think maybe i can just uh, put my point there is i personally believe i'm not i'm not saying in markets it's about speculation this, this, this is not a surety that is my idea it's no certainty but, mm, speculation and risk certainty yeah maybe my idea of why it fell that much is um because we always talk about uh 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 what do we oh my it's disappearing uh but basically if calibly what was the word if a currency has a lower a lower rate than the one currency 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 exactly for me I believe it was more of a currency uh mm-hmm. the moment guys so dollar yield more more higher than uh, the pound that is what maybe made the pound sell off very very much also people were expecting the pound to also rake uh, uh, high rates as uh, aggressive as the uh, as the as the uh, feds, mm-hmm. but they never did that only a 0.5% so i think that is what made pound really really not become attractive against the dollar and most people now chose to have the dollar for the week cuz the fundamentals came in the same same week most times actually if you look at pound and dollar fundamentals mm-hmm. they come a week later like if today we'll be having US rates next week will be pound rates. Yeah, but this euro. time they came in one week. Yeah, mm-hmm. in euro, yeah. Actually most times euro and pound are almost the same, same. time. Mm-hmm. Then euro uh US uh almost an hour uh, so I don't know but a week later. Yeah, US but, sometimes you can find it's also almost sometimes same week with BOC mm, Bank, Canada, of Canada, yeah, Canada. Yeah, Bank of Canada. But for this week we had the same same rates both, uh, both countries uh 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 giving rates for the same same uh week. And I think that is what made a lot of traders uh, commit to the markets and uh, buying buying a lot of dollars. I think if you look at <coughs> earlier the current uh the weekly close of the, the weekly candlestick close of the dollar mm. it's very very strong. <laughs> very bullish. Very bullish like uh markets are very very strong bullishly. You've also seen gold drop. I think gold closed at uh, 17 uh 16 16 16 15 43. 43. Yeah, I think I saw yeah about 15 16 16 something yeah, 16 43 really really low i'm expecting uh gold to move even lower maybe another 1000 2000 points uh in the long term probably in the next uh, few months and it's very very interesting when you understand markets in both perspectives like fundamentals mm, and the technicals, and technicals. very very interesting it like, becomes an easier mm, game to an play easier game to play exactly because trends i, I mm. actually just interfere with to just interrupt no, no, kidogo no, no, no. uh Trends don't change because of technicals. Yeah, they don't. Trends at Iligonga support imegeuka trend. I work ibo. A trend will always reverse because the fundamentals have changed, changed the policies yeah. have changed, the environment has changed. Yeah. That's how trends reverse. Because yeah. if you look at for example the current trend to the downside it started when in November when the Fed started saying we're now in a period of hiking rates. Yeah. We're now looking forward to hiking rates and taking the rates higher and that's when market started going down. Uh, and dollars started picking up yep i think uh, that is much of what i had to actually interrupted uh, on Caleb's point but that was much of what to i wanted Ken's to do point yeah yeah i'm yet to start mines okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go i can go uh, i have a couple of things to say um i want to talk a little bit about the story i like stories as my boys like saying stories we'll talk about it but one thing i also want to say is how feds how interest rates affect the market mm-hmm. i'm a trend trader and w- i remember long time when we started trading i remember we never used to give too much attention to fundamentals i remember actually ken when you were coming and saying are ah, you guys we need to study these things we, we sit down let's talk about interest rates nini in, in. those days I was, we were too in, ingrained into technicals, technicals and how technicals work we thought that was everything is priced in okay but yes everything is priced into the charts but first you need to understand fundamentals and these days and understanding fundamentals is it's fun It's interesting understanding yeah. how the feds are pumping interest rates how this economy might crash how we're seeing um countries that went the currencies became <laughs> worthless because how how the people are controlling the monetary system in the country so 
if you look at how what Taras was saying, I also wanted to turn it carry trade is normally when is when when you're looking at two economies and one economy has an interest rate higher than the other one, which is me, which means it's yielding much more people tend to rush for that one for example uh, what Taras the example Taras has given GBP US GBP against USD so the pound right now has a 2.25% interest rate and the US has a 3.25 meaning the interest rate is if if you if you take those two compared the United States dollar is yielding 1% higher yeah uh compared to that so many people rather sit and hold on that okay so uh, fundamentally wise interest rates are actually the backbone of all markets mm-hmm. yeah all markets yeah, crypto bonds uh, real estate yeah, especially bonds anything <laughs> bonds are very strong with interest rates mm-hmm. exactly currency stock market everything the interest rate is the backbone of it and if you understand that you can be ahead of the curve okay technicals are a bit lagging sometimes for example when we were exiting cryptos yeah it's when ken came and said hey, if 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 around the world because the feds are just started talking about tapering yeah um so, uh, slowing down on pumping uh, 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 the qe yeah uh, stopping that and then also um slowing down on that and then also they were talking about in 2022 march they start increasing interest rates and that was last in november so when we had that news we came out full ex fully all our cryptos and okay. that was the very top of the market okay because fundamentally the market is going to price in and cater for uh, a bearish market in all markets okay but want them not to assume that it's that easy to get, <laughs> get yeah it's not that easy it's not like now because technically way. we had also looked at a couple of things i remember that time it was forming a double top on cre- on bitcoin, bitcoin yeah. so we were looking at other patterns as well not just they said this and we started acting irrationally let's do this and that so right now with what we are seeing so um when interest rates be previously what Ken was talking about covid time when interest rates went low how did it affect the market um the us economy could print more money mm-hmm. more money was entering into the economy mm-hmm. people are being given free money stimulus checks are being given like hell okay so everyone was getting money money free money no one is working for anything everyone is being given free money where was that money going there's a lot of money in the economy and when things are when there's a lot of money in the economy people are free to do a lot of things people shop more uh meaning companies are making more money uh, people are investing more cuz borrowing is cheap so people can do that borrowing is cheap so people can start businesses or grow businesses so many companies are taking loans so during that time we saw um the the vicious recovery on stock market so the dow went into new highs uh broke the 30000 barrier which was pre covid high and then broke all the way to 37000 which topped S&P 500 um um Nasdaq all those things so at low inflation rates you easily to see a thriving economy okay mm-hmm. things are going so well and people now start thinking things um cryptocurrency was cryptocurrency that time Did you, it was that time yeah cryptocurrency also shooting up that's the time we saw bitcoin coming all the way from lows of 10,000 and all that all the way up to 65 dollars and you know bitcoin all the others follow it so in low interest rates econ- um um, um environment. environment it's easy to see things really skyrocketing okay and then vice versa happens what we're seeing now we've been in this bear market cryptos um bitcoin uh, yeah cryptos which is the likes of bitcoin stock market all those things are in a um downward trend because um borrowing is cheap so people are not really borrowing to invest that much it's more expensive to pay back loans okay also the fact that people know in a high interest rate economy people want to sit on cash so cash sort of becomes king so people are also uh, it, things are tight so people are not spending money how they were spending before so that's why you're seeing the stock market's going down because it's supply and demand that's how markets work so there's no demand um yes there's demand people want it but no one wants to buy it okay so in such an economy where things are tightening it's easy to see those things going down and that's why um it's not because Elon Musk is selling bitcoin and that's why bitcoin is falling okay it's because of the fundamental <laughs> aspects serious people think i hey. think it's because Elon is selling <laughs> <laughs> Is it true? Mambo ni mengi. Ya dunia ni mengi. It's comedy central. We look at people giving all these excuses and 
really really that's not uh, what it is so we normally look at, and that's why now when people are sitting on cash that's why you're seeing the dollar rising and people are sitting on cash it's yielding more money yep. uh, compared to other things yeah. so right now by the sitting on cash is quite good if yeah, cash not nice other investments like if you're in stocks stocks have actually lost this year exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're in cash, you're better off. And then when you're sitting on cash, not any cash again, it's dollar. Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. If you're sitting on the pound, the pound, yes. and the pound, pound is going down. Losing. Euro, we Euro passed. We were talking about parity. yesterday. It parity, we went with 0.98 now. But you know, they're not as aggressive as, as the Fed is. Yeah, they're not. That's, yeah. that's why those carry trades are working so well. Eh? Yeah, Other true. currencies are being dumped for the dollar. Mm-hmm. Paperstone is an award-winning online global forex and CFD broker. It offers unparalleled service, exceptional pricing, and quick execution speed. So, in a nutshell, now, now you you can go and do more research on that and see how um, different uh, how interest rates. If you do research, do research, see how interest rates affect the oil market, the gold market, um, stock market over the years. Okay. Then another thing was also um, researching here. Um uh if you look uh now I want to give a bit of um one thing I should mention before I go to the story part I want to talk a bit about the feds um if you're looking at different different central banks they almost have the same work but different work differently like the feds we'll talk about it it's more of an independent arm uh compared to other central banks around the world so they sort of act independently so we'll talk about that uh, i just wanted to mention a few for america they're called feds uh, uh england bank of england ecb european central bank european central bank rba that's the reserve bank of uh australia we have the boc which is the bank of canada um rbz of New Zealand, uh, Japan, BOJ. People's Bank of China. China. That, that's China. Yeah. <laughs> bank of India. And People's Bank People's of China bank is, of I think, the biggest bank around the world. Yeah. It in is the of, biggest of, assets uh, under management. Asset management. Like the yes. of money deposited. They have 5.8 trillion you should also talk about assets under management. You should also talk about gold reserves that central banks keep. Because yeah, many yeah. people don't know about that. Central yeah, bankers talk- are some of the biggest holders of gold. Across the world. Yeah, across the world, yeah. That's if you look true. at the reserves of gold that the Federal Reserve has, yeah. if you look at, actually it's in 2018, I think, the People's Bank of China was one of the fastest acquirers of gold. They were buying the most aggressively. during that time, aggressively. So also central banks keep some gold for reserves. If you want to understand that also, go back to history and understand that gold is God's money. <laughs> Long time. God's money. God's money. That one can't be taken away it's not controlled by central banks it's you know there are things called currency devaluations like what is happening in japan it could get to a point where we're no longer using the dollar and we're using another currency or we get True. to a point where we're no longer you know people don't understand that uh, let's say like in, in 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 the uk the pound was not the currency that was being used before that time they were using dutchmarks remember dutchmarks the ones in germany germany so it was used in germany and in the UK. And they had a currency devaluation in the 1992 case when George Soros made over a billion dollars. And then from there now they had to change and they came in with the euro and the pound. That's how those currencies were born. So currencies keep on changing. And that's why central banks will have to keep some gold reserves such that in the event that they're changing the currencies, mm-hmm. they can be able to uh, acquire, the next, acquire one. the next one. Sort of like have mm-hmm. something tangible. Dominant. Uh, mm-hmm. just, that was just a by the way. Okay, so... So on the next one, so I was just mentioning a bit of those names of banks. But another thing I was looking at over here, if you go and research and look at the world's most powerful people, okay, according to Forbes, the world's most powerful people, we have top three. This was, I don't know as of when, I think it was still when Trump was president, because we have number one, Xi Jinping, then Putin, and then Donald Trump. Okay? Aye. I think so on the US banner. And then Aye. Angela Merkel. And then uh, Jeff that, Bezos. That one, that one is for Kitambo. Eh? Yeah, this one is a bit for Kitambo. But you think the top four people are people from politics. Politics. Yeah. The politicians. Politicians. And also top ten is a lot of politicians. But, but then would you say money or power? Money or politics? Which one gives you more power? Uh, politics. Uh, both. Hey, well, that's a tough one. Good question. Should think money about it. Or money politics. Uh, mm. Or politics. Uh, you know, politics you know, gives you... Remember when I was reading from Originals? He said, if you 
try and exercise power okay without point no without status mm-hmm. then people won't respect you so even if you have that power which is politics but you don't have status which you can get through wealth okay people won't really listen to you mm-hmm. for example if ruto wasn't rich you couldn't go against the state mm-hmm. so politics yes is powerful but before that you need money a lot of it so you 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 believe money is more powerful than politics yes that is the the conclusion but, but how do you put that okay yes makes a lot of sense i believe mm-hmm. the people who are running the games are puppets of people who are controlling the economy exactly. behind that the scenes mm-hmm. the wealthy people the ones who say what they want if you look at maybe us biden is only worth 100 million dollars who biden, biden. okay mm-hmm. 100 million dollars mm. in the US, US in the US in the US we have peanuts mm. like and you you can't say you can't say anything but mm. there i i think mm. uh, it's more about like uh depends on the depends environment on the, uh, environment, uh, environment yeah. and the democracy around it uh, yeah, exactly True. there are True. some countries whereby you can't have power without money exactly like our uh, uku like huku <laughs> mm. africa yeah, africa. Like africa most of uh, uh, most of the presidents or most of the uh, they like you have to have some Mm, pockets like pockets have to be deep kiasi deep state mm. not developed like you finally <laughs> realize our democracy yeah. go bali from being <laughs> developed so much of much of it goes into um as Caleb said they go hand in hand but also depends on like different environments yeah, um, yeah i think that's true that okay, is that very very sense. true and uh as you said again there are purpose of people working for uh, guys in like guys with money even here in kenya the, uh most of the people who maybe fund these people are billionaires mm-hmm. see and they put them there for their own self interest like mm-hmm. uh, go and uh, uh, my interest is should be secured True. so i think i think uh, you have to they intertwined very intertwined like intertwined, yeah. that was the question but i think the answer is depends on the environment we can mm-hmm. say in kenya money is more important than yeah. power i think it depends on the, the us power is more important than money yeah even because with money you even can buy power yeah mm. yeah with money i can buy even the president if i want to mm. can tell him get this 10 billion dollars ajayo na yo and he'll give me everything ajayo <laughs> yeah yeah like literally mm. with money you with can money buy, you can a buy lot. power solomon mm. said money answer that everything everything yeah with money mm. you can buy anything you want but again depends also on the democracy do the people yeah. want you so some countries like china is it a move a communist communist country yeah Yeah so I think mm. but a good question I can do I'll do more research on that. So my point on mentioning this top 10 these people at number 11 we get the 69 year old Jerome H Powell who is the Fed chair okay mm. and the next time the next place you see a someone in charge like a central bank or someone is Mario Draghi that was back then I think this ECB. is uh, ECB but number 11 we have Jerome Powell I don't know what metrics they used to look at world super Uh, world's most powerful people Thank but it is important it. to mention that i mentioned that because now that brings me to the story of now the feds of why the feds are very powerful and how important they are not only in their yes. economy but in the whole economy uh, in the whole global economy they normally say when um when america sneezes the whole world catches a cold <laughs> <laughs> it's true if, if if anything happens in america that's it Thank okay you, So Google is there. I think Apple we can is there. Imagine <laughs> Facebook is there, Instagram is there. <laughs> All of them are there. Bakshia is there. Bakshia is there. Oracle is there. Oracle, Android. Mnafungio is there. So I think and you guys can help me especially Taras. Um if you give a bit of a history of how the feds I believe the feds came into act when they passed their bill in 1912 1913. Yeah, 1912, yeah. 1912 1913 so the, this was a group of very rich economists powerful people yeah. who came together and so hey, over here we can um do this i don't know how they cooked their way and they got I in i think it was about uh the government was broke because from 1907 the 1907 they had a crash yeah so the country was also the country in was tatters. in a very tough point yeah. and they had to borrow money from rich elite people these people so we're giving so much money to this government <laughs> you see, so why can't we form a aka aka bank mm-hmm. I mean, the bank the government will just be borrowing from yes. from there you see mm-hmm. so it's square to remember from uh, rockefeller mm-hmm. so from andrew carnegie huh? mm-hmm. omba from that like uh Group. independent a, not the people not the any something they just formed something that the, 
government can borrow from yeah. but of course it was their own funds yeah yes so much of the money which started the central bank government was individual money like ilko pesa yawa say rich people uh, rich people so they were they had so much money uh, uh even i think that story is touched even in the uh, the men who built america mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's why i heard yeah. it first so it's touched there like these people were now giving loans to the government very very uh a, a lot of money to the government so the, uh, they had to form a, 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 an independent body where uh, 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 by governments could, uh, could borrow and now from there now it developed and uh became bigger and bigger and bigger now separate from the families and that is where now the federal reserve started uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 coming up yeah so if you want you can go watch that documentary which Taras has mentioned it's called the the men who built america i think it was about four episodes four five but anyway such it's on youtube it's you can find it so yeah 1912 1913 the federal uh, reserve was born uh, they came into power as an independent board acting for private investors mm. and they were in charge of the world's monetary system <laughs> yeah you don't know the, if you it's it, that's a lot of power given to a few number of men People, yeah. so this is a single entity that is working as a profit that's why they so they they were given the power and the mandate to they were in charge of printing money and they print money and they loan it to the government or to the other big interbanks and for at an interest rate and when you look at this it normally they normally talk about it it's funny they give things at an interest that can never be paid back what i mean because these guys are hella rich that's why the rich will continue getting rich just think of it this way the feds print money out of thin air So for example they've printed a billion dollars so a billion dollars has come into existence uh, that means the central bank is a billion dollars richer yeah. more or less they loan it to the government at 1% mm-hmm. so the government should pay 10 million dollars on top of that where will that 10 million dollars come from taras there's only 1 billion in existence That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> why will the 10 million? It, more money needs to be printed in order yeah, for that billion to, print to be printed. And that's why credit will never run out. There's all, there'll always be an interest to be paid on something. I, I it cannot be, I always balance books. Yeah, Because 100% was made, then you need to pay back on top with 1%, okay. which does not exist. So it needs It goes like that a cycle a cycle. So they've printed free money, a billion dollars out of thin air. Then there's another 10 million dollars that will be added on top of that 10 billion, 1 billion dollars for free again. So basically for these guys they make money like that. So anyway, so the central uh, the feds were uh, introduced into the economy. I don't know how the others work. The Bank of England, those ones they work they together with the because uh, feds have done have paid a lot of attention to feds, them feds is the central bank to the world exactly true yeah. so all central, central bankers are under the, the fed. fed jesus which is an independent, <laughs> independent body, body yeah. yeah so even even central so banks here in kenya Jackson are very Hall. independent yeah symposium yeah exactly. they you now come and sit together because it's nikazi <laughs> yetu yeah so all central banks around the world are under the fed so like that is why if you look at uh, interest rates even as we trade <coughs> we majorly we, we majorly focus on the dollar rates exactly yeah, we don't yeah even true focus uh, on pound rates we have never even checked people's bank of china, china on the dollar rates guy mostly Doesn't us really it really affects matter. everywhere yeah, exactly because so the uh, they are increasing the rate on the reserve currency yes which like, is the dollar exactly almost every other country has reserves in dollars exactly true. Yeah. see and now that is the rate increasing so mm-hmm. in effect every other person uh, which now with that point of view as I like normal giving it in my introduction class and I'm giving history of money how the dollar became a very strong reserve currency is mostly during now during that time um in the world war mm-hmm. remember world war 2 1939 1949 what was happening this was your holocaust when when this guy what's his name hitler was trying to kill the jews um so the war started in the european side and this time the us was very neutral yes you guys need money you need weapons you let us know mpiganeni sig economy to we keep growing it and that time they were working on nuclear powers nuclear bombs so these guys fight 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 so now that time europe is fighting what are they doing they're taking loans from america so america is sending them um these guys are sending gold from their country So gold get gold it, gold it, from it. around the world is coming into US um into the central banks there and then these guys are sending a lot of weapons food uh power guys who are go- who can help and fight and and cash so so the dollar gold in india that time there were cash cash gold standard yeah so cash was going into the whole world 
Africa that time was still being colonized. So Achana <laughs> Africa for that time European side a lot of um dollar was going. So during that time dollar became very recognized around the world. People saw it as a stable currency in nini. So the world war came and ended. Japan attacked you US Pearl Harbor boom US waka jam sent back their two monsters Nagasaki and Hiroshima. These guys raised their white flag. Um Hitler killed himself. So sort of peace treaty was enacted. These guys took Atulia, then they started working on how uh, we can grow back the economy. So come later on when now the people uh, were coming back for their gold, and that's how now, uh, that's the reason why now go- the Central Bank of America and why America has the most gold reserves in the world. They have about 8,000 and something tons. The next country that follows them is Germany with 3,000. So these guys have doubled the number two. In terms of the gold reserves that they have in their country, so when these people are coming back for this gold, okay, take your dollars back, give us back our gold. They had printed too much money, so there's too much money uh, compared to the gold they had in the bank. What happened? 1971, August 15th, President Nixon sat in front of the whole world and told them, uh, "We're no longer going to use the gold standard. The dollar is not backed up by gold." That was the biggest robbery that has happened in the world. No one knew what it meant. <laughs> a very few people knew what understood, it meant yeah. understood what it meant uh, and now from then on we entered into this what we call the fiat currency basically that's when now the feds became now one of the most powerful people because yeah. now the currency is now the, the world reserve currency everyone has dollars dollars is in circulation everywhere mm-hmm. um, the feds now can print as much money because it's not linked to any gold yeah okay so that's an important history that is the story I wanted you guys to share uh, so that you can get to know how the dollar how powerful the feds and that's what I was talking about Jerome Powell being the 10th most powerful person in the world because whatever he says everyone is listening like the way we were watching i remember inauguration it time a president chebukati kenyan elections uh, when this guy was being sworn in uh, he said not this guy sorry he's excellent he's excellent <laughs> Apologies don't come for me Poleni yeah uh, he's already my president his excellency uh, Dr William Samuel uh, William Arap Samuel Pruto yeah um our president when he's been so that time we had the most one of the most highest views live on YouTube on on citizen citizen but we were watching the feds every month we were watching it like a live movie around the world millions and millions of people are paying attention to what he's saying and yeah that's why how it's the most powerful a bit of the history that I wanted to give and i think that's basically yeah, my point as we finalize because of the interest of time also i personally wanted to at least let's talk about the 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 legendary uh fed chairman paul volcker paul volcker <laughs> that guy did wonders but i repeat to him rest in peace rest in peace uh paul volcker but what he did i think was outstanding he was um, fed which fed chair i think since 76 almost for 10 for 10 years yeah from so so yeah. 78 around 88 up yeah what wonders did he do at that time when this guy came into power into into the feds there was there was the iran war we had just come out of the the other war vietnam war so oil shocks oil shocks So a, there was a lot of inflation uh, running up in in the states like what we are seeing currently but it was not as I think that time we went to a high of 15% yeah inflation yeah inflation yeah. was about 15% inflation rate and that was very very worrying for uh, for the US and uh Paul Volcker as the Fed chairman mm, he started raising rates as we are seeing currently and that is what uh, why I asked how far can these rates go yeah. like, like how far can Powell push these rates higher Volcker pushed them to 20%, 20%. 20 record interest rates recession. in the US recession anyway. recession hey. unemployment 19 dollar ile ndadi 150 mm 150 150 cycle 130 so exactly that is why i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> almost in that same <laughs> mm. like, can, can, like, can we maybe get to a level where we're raising rates that aggressively from 3.5 maybe to even 7 yeah i think 10. 7 personally i'd go with Five for now. Yeah, for me actually, I think five is stable. Yeah, where inflation is, inflation is still not at fifteen. Yeah, it's not at fifteen. Yeah. But also, these these things change a lot. They yeah, change a true. lot. Depends on how fast they can handle. But personally, I think I'd, I'd champion for five uh, mm. relative to where inflation is. Mm. Dollar, I think one twenty. That one, I I have it. 
Topping around those levels. Ex- okay, not topping, but at least we'll get there. Mm. On 20, I see it very, very soon. So, okay, Do you think the dollar will surpass the pound to become world's strongest currency? It's a tough mm. one. Actually, so now it's number two. You know, you know actually... Uh, How 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 far how far are they? It's now at one zero eight. We need we need a thousand more people. But the pound is not the strongest currency. It's the Kuwait dollar. Yeah, the Kuwait. Kuwait. Serious? Uh, yeah. yeah. There's another currency. One yeah. Kuwait dollar is three. A uh, one Kuwait dollar is three. I know that. I think three dollars. Three US dollars. Yes. Mm. Kuwait. Can you confirm? Hey, I, I didn't know that. Know that. I know that. Currency. I know that. Serious? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's good information. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought yeah. it was a pound. It's only four dollars. Yeah, Kuwait. That dinner. Dinner. Yeah, yeah that dinner. Yeah. Serious? Mm. Three point two three dollars. Okay. So it's it's the strongest currency. Good, 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 good info. Okay. Ah, so I thought I had your pound, boss. <laughs> pound, pound. Like in it, we have one th- a thousand more pips to get to one. Eight hundred. Thousand fifty. It's not at 1.1, it's at 1.08. That's yesterday you think that fall was easy. We'll get to pound. one. We can get to one. Pound dropped 300. Yeah, we can get to one. 50 pips. Can get to one yesterday easily. alone. You can get to one easily. Well, yesterday yeah. when I was checking because his pound was 1.0850. Mm. Uh, one easily. 3.5%. Easily. Mm. Easily. Parity. Easily. Because <laughs> yeah. if this dollar can get to 120, then this one can easily Exactly. Get. That's yeah. my thinking. Okay. <coughs> so you're finishing up, brother. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that was uh, the point I wanted to pass through. And uh, just as we summarize again, there's Should also talk about Greenspan, the man of irrational uh, exuberance. Green, they have a book. Called, I have a book called The Greenspan's Fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alan Greenspan was the chairman of the Federal yeah. Reserve during the dot-com bubble. He picked up actually from 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 Paul Volcker. Yeah, and he was responsible for saying the markets are irrational and they have irrational gone up. exuberance. Yeah, they've gone up so high, and markets went up another eighty percent after he said that. Yeah. And then markets stopped, and then we had the biggest uh, bust. I think the two thousand. Uh, dot com bubble which burst in around 2002 we had a two year bear market yeah. markets coming from, from 2010 yeah so then we went into the 2010 crisis so also those are chairman you should you should, you should actually check out and i think the eras of volka mm-hmm. the eras of greenspan yeah. was taken over after janet yellen right yeah after janet yep. yellen but yellen i think had a soft a soft time yeah yellen had a very soft, <laughs> soft time, time. like uh, that time markets were stable there was no high inflation mm-hmm. uh, never had uh, employment was stable Yeah. Even I think trading during that time was not heavily about interest rates during those days. Because in 2015, 16, 17, 18, we never used to listen about interest rates exactly. uh, having so much impact in the markets. But currently, because we're not changing that few, much. Exactly, we're not changing rates uh, mm. uh, 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 a lot. So, but for now, currently, if you are currently trading, you really, really have to understand uh, much of the fundamentals. Understand like uh, what happens when. Mm. Uh, uh, dollar is raising rates very very strongly um, I think positioning yourself in that line is very very important yeah. I'm looking at some data here hey, I thought the dollar is strong Kuku number 8 yeah. the uh, hey, Bahrain is Cayman Islands dollar Gibraltar pound Jordan dinner mm. Omani Dirial Bahrain dinner Kuwait dinner Do you know why those dinner uh, are strong no because they are backed in gold ah sorry in oil they are backed in oil like most they are of the petrodollar yeah petrodollar yeah ah, petrodollar currencies yeah okay they are backed okay. in oil yeah yeah, yeah i'm seeing here exports oil oil ah mm. yeah, okay i'll do oil, uh, oil countries yeah so so we can wind up so you guys do research on that as well yeah. interesting i've learned that today so this is a long topic we can't finish everything that we want to share here True. because uh, it's very very yeah interesting we are seeing currently in the current market environment said it to ngelea bit the history we are seeing it currently uh, and if you're trading most likely you need to also uh, 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 keep up with what's happening fundamentally watch out for uh, those uh, news i always teach this in, uh, in my fundamental class i like telling my students how to prepare for uh, fundamentals and how to position yourself alongside fun- uh, fundamentals and that uh, really really helps uh, a lot of people but so i think for today we can stop there probably we can maybe have another session to to talk much about that and uh probably deliver much more than we've done today 
uh, but uh, as I always say, uh, uh, much about what we've learned, uh, learned fundamentally is about reading and research. So read a lot about markets, read a lot about the history of central bankers around the world. Uh, currently, I'm reading a book about uh, central bank's policies back in the 1929. I, I just want to understand which policies do these people make uh, when economies are crashing maybe. And that is how you learn much about fundamentals. Me, Ken and Caleb, we've never been into an economic class, but uh, we really, really like understanding the uh, economics of markets. So I think for that, that will be it for today. Uh, catch, you, uh, catch us in the next podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for watching Financial Hub's content on YouTube. For more Forex analysis, financial education, podcasts, and exclusive content, be sure to subscribe.